missed it, Ameren, Illinois, won the 2020 AESP Energy Award. That's the Association for Energy Service Professionals in the category of Outstanding Achievement in Customer Engagement for its innovative work in helping small, minority-owned businesses as well as residential customers on delivering creative energy initiatives to help reduce costs, change behaviors, and reinforce energy conservation. On today's episode of the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast, we'll be joined by one of the key members of the team behind the award-winning program to share some perspectives and lessons learned. But first, let's hear from our sponsors, including West Monroe. West Monroe works with the nation's largest investor-owned utilities in their telecommunication, grid modernization, and digital and workforce transformations. From defending a rate case to preparing a business case, West Monroe utilizes a multidisciplinary team that blends utility, operations, and technology expertise covering topics including aging infrastructure, electric vehicles, AMI, MDM, and ADMS deployments, as well as industry disruptors like DER and cybersecurity. To ESRI, ESRI is an international supplier of geographic information, GIS software, WebGIS, and geodatabase management applications. To Guidehouse, formerly Navigant Research, a premier market research and advisory firm covering the global energy transformation. To Power. At Power, we help our customers make the decision today that guide them across the bridge to energy's future. Where will your energy take you? For more information, visit thecpowerway.com forward slash future. And to Hancock Software. Streamline commercial and residential energy efficiency retrofits with Hancock Software. Our customers are delivering more than double the number of retrofit projects with the same energy engineering staff. As I mentioned, Ameren, Illinois has won the 2020 AESP Energy Award for its various programs to help low-income households and communities in energy conservation and job creation. Specific programs are designed with the residential customer in mind, such as deep discounts on energy-efficient light bulbs and a comprehensive home efficiency program. In the words of Ameren, Illinois Chairman and President Richard Mark, Quote, one of my goals has been to ensure that all utility customers, regardless of the income, have an opportunity to receive real and meaningful savings from the energy efficiency programs they have been paying for. While helping small minority-owned businesses thrive, Ameren, Illinois has reached thousands of customers with energy efficiency education and is delivering ongoing energy savings. Before we bring in our next guest to our virtual roundtable, let me introduce my colleague in Orlando, Florida, Matt Chester. Matt is Community Manager at Energy Central and producer of the Power Perspectives podcast. Welcome, Matt. Hi, Jason. Thanks for the introduction and for guiding us through what I know will be another great conversation on hot topics in the utility sector. Agreed. And I'm your host, Jason Price of West Monroe and the Energy and Utility Practice based in New York City. Matt, our next guest is Crystal Sims. Director of Energy Efficiency Strategy and Innovation at Ameren, Illinois. Welcome, Crystal. Thanks, Jason. I'm so happy to be here and very happy to have this discussion with you about energy efficiency and energy policy. Fantastic. Crystal, before we dig into the conversation, let me share with everyone your background. Crystal Sims joined Ameren in 2014, serving as Associate General Counsel and joined the Energy Efficiency Group in 2018. Prior to Ameren, 
Ms. Sims served as legal counsel for the Metropolitan St. Louis Sewer District, serving as in-house counsel for the district. And reading her profile and testimony of others, Ms. Sims brings an impressive credential in analytical investigative, organizational, negotiation, and courtroom litigation for various complex and high-profile civil cases, which you will get a taste of on today's show. Please welcome to the Power Perspectives podcast, the impressive Crystal Sims. Thank you, Jason. And that was a, a really great introduction. Um, I think that I am sort of a rare breed of a lawyer or a recovering lawyer that's now doing work in a different area, focusing on energy efficiency. I bring a lot of my learnings from the legal field to what I do. Um, and it really, I think, helps me be able to better serve our, our customers through our energy efficiency programs. I call myself a recovering lawyer who's super high on empathy, and I think that's part of what makes me unique uh, and able to do the work that I do. Crystal, let's talk about your legal career. You represent the utilities in the interest of the customer. Is there a contradiction here? How do you balance both perspectives, which tend to be polar opposites? That's a really good question, Jason. And I think that most people view it that way, that there may be polar opposites for somebody who's representing the utility but what I know from working in the utility space for more than 10 years is that there are people working at the utility, and specifically for the one I work for, Amron, Illinois. Our mission really is to power the quality of life. And people, the people that we serve, is really at the heart and the core of the mission that we have. And so everything we do is done in that vein. All of the work that I do, whether it's legal or policy-driven, is done with the lens of what's best for customers. And we really don't compromise on that. And so for me, it doesn't create a conflict. It really is a sort of key to who I consider myself to be. And it's very strongly aligned with my values. Also, I have a great team. And even all the way up through the leadership at our company, I know that they're there for the right reason. They're there to look out for the people who need help the most to make sure there's safe and reliable energy services available for customers in our community. And with that, it makes it so much easier and actually very pleasurable for me to be able to do my job. Can you share with us any landmark or notable cases that still live with you today? Yeah, one case that really stands out to me that really kind of springboarded me into the energy efficiency work I do is when I represent Amron, Illinois, the lead attorney seeking approval for our energy efficiency plan. And we filed that with the Illinois Commerce Commission in 2017. I won't get into the legal details of how that worked, but one of the core issues that was disputed and contentious in that case was whether Amron, Illinois could launch our market development initiative as a part of our energy efficiency program. And even some advocates that opposed our program talked about it as if it was a luxury that the utility could not afford to offer to our customers. And all the way up through our senior leadership team, we really took that position from, from those that opposed it as being very short-sighted and sort of blind to the issues that our customers face. And so our company, and then me specifically as the lead person on the legal team, really leaned into making sure that the Illinois Commerce Commission understood why helping customers who are underserved get access to these programs, helping ensure that there's a development and growth in the workforce within our service territory in the energy industry 
And then also helping to make sure that diverse and local businesses have access to participating in these programs and providing services to our customers, that those three goals were very important, that they should be a part of what is offered in these energy efficiency programs. And this case is a landmark case to me in my career because eventually the Illinois Commerce Commission agreed with us and allowed us to implement our program with that, pro with that initiative in place. And it's done so much good for our customers. We've been able to see growth in diverse spend. We've been able to make a difference in the pipeline of young, local, diverse people who are entering the energy industry and in this field. And we've also been able to reach thousands and thousands of customers who have traditionally not participated in our programs in the past. So it stands out to me because I feel like that's one that has really made a difference. At Amarant, it seemed that 2018 and 2019 were the years for energy efficiency, with a number of initiatives that were aimed at supporting energy efficiency practices, particularly to those who could least afford it. Describe what those initiatives were about and how they're carried into 2020. Sure. And the most important things is that it really emphasizes our market development initiative, which I just talked about just a few minutes ago. And that initiative has those three goals of reaching people who haven't traditionally participated, ensuring that we increase the workforce with local and diverse candidates, and then also ensuring that we are able to find and work with and grow local and small diverse businesses. And some of the things that we've done with that, we've partnered with a number of community action agencies, community-based organizations, and other organizations throughout our service territory to help work with them, given their close proximity to customers who need this help, to find those customers and job candidates and businesses and make sure they're aware of our programs. And we also, in the very first year in 2018, were able to really tailor our program. We kind of scrubbed our programs and we found 40 different ways that we could make changes to our program to make it more accessible in those three areas. I'm really proud of what we've done. In the first year, we saw our spend with diverse vendors go up by sevenfold, which was huge. We were, again, able to reach thousands and thousands of customers through things like partnering with those agencies that offer the LIHEAP program, which is the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. It helps people pay their energy bills. And we found ways to partner with those agencies that help those customers and provide them more services so that the support is more sustainable. It's not just paying one bill, but it's helping them take advantage of programs that'll help make their bills lower or helping them find access to a job that will help them have sustainable income so that they don't find themselves in a situation needing assistance as frequently or even maybe not at all again. So those are just quick shots of some of the things that we've been able to do in these couple years. Crystal, I'd love to jump in with a follow-up here. Can you talk about what the, the driving forces were behind these initiatives? You know, where did the, the leadership come from? Was, were customers asking for it? Were there regulators or politicians pushing for it? Or was it really just Ameren leadership recognizing the needs and proactively determining what could and should be done? Yes, definitely it was a push from our senior leadership all the way up to our president of our company, Richard Mark. And really, Richard's thought was, <laughs> he always tells the story of some guy who approached him at a cocktail party who he knew his 
level of income who bragged about taking advantage of the incentives in our program. And it wasn't that it was a negative thing that he had done that, but it really made Richard think about, are these programs helping the people who really need it? Should this guy who probably could afford the extra $100 on whatever, is this really who we need to make these programs focus on? And so he kind of challenged us to think about that. And we determined that we could make them more accessible. We do offer programs for everyone. Anyone can go on our marketplace and find a more efficient product when they want to purchase something or go to a retail store and get incentives or rebates for efficient products. But we have found ways to fine tune our program and make them very accessible so that everyone has access. Every customer who pays their utility bill pays into these programs and pays for energy efficiency programs to be available. And we wanted to make sure that those customers who really need it have access to it and they have access to programs that will be meaningful and helpful for them. That's great. Crystal, let's have fun here. So now it's November 9th, 2020. The president, whomever it may be, forms a task force to address energy efficiency in America. You're giving carte blanche. Where will you target first? What regions or populations will you focus on to make the biggest impact? What types of incentives would you deploy? And how would you start moving in the direction that you feel we need to be? So that's a great question. And when I think about this sort of question, I always just have to go back to my original point, which is putting people first. And I'd like to share just a couple stories. We partner with an agency out of Alton, Illinois, called Senior Services Plus. And through our partnership, we help them. They offer a handyman service to senior citizens who are aging in place and living in their homes, where the agency, Senior Services Plus, will go out to the customer's home, and I'll call them SSP. They'll go out to the customer's home and help them with things like a broken door handle or a window frame that won't open, help them do simple handyman things. What we've done is allowed them to also offer for those same customers energy efficiency products like LED lighting, high efficiency shower heads, smart power strips, and things like that, which can be installed by the handyman on the spot. Now, we know that there's savings involved. It helps us meet our goal in terms of our statutory targets that we have to meet. And also it helps the agency expand their mission. But one story that we heard was about how the agency noticed that there was a, a one of their clients who was an elderly woman who for months, months stopped coming to their facility. And before she had been coming regularly for lunch or for bingo or for other activities. And when this woman stopped coming, the staff got concerned and eventually reached out to her. And when they reached out to her, she indicated that she was struggling to be more social since her husband had passed away and she didn't have a lot of help doing things around the house. Immediately, SSP offered these services to this woman. And a couple of the things when the woman recognized the huge benefit that she offered in response was that the lighting in her home was so much better. And something that we really take for granted is that with the high efficient shower head, she was now able to take a much more comfortable 
shower and she felt much more comfortable by herself and her hygiene and almost immediately started to get back out, re-engage socially with the folks at the agency and talk to everyone about how great the program is and how they should really do it. And I don't tell this story to say that our programs are like (laughs) the most transformational of any program ever designed, but these little interventions and these little things that can help people can go a huge way and can make a huge difference for people who need it. And so hearing that story really makes me proud of the work that we do. And it really drives home to me the reason why the policy, the energy policy, and specifically energy efficiency policy, needs to be developed in a way that puts people first. Yes, the savings will be there. Yes, we have to be technically savvy about what measures we provide incentives for and at what levels the incentives should be set. But I strongly believe that we should start with the customer first and think about the customer and what the customer's needs are. At the end of the day, if we're not doing it for the people who need it, then why are we doing it? Crystal, we appreciate you sharing that story and want to thank you for this informative and fun conversation. If any of our listeners want to reach Crystal Sims, then you can do so through the Energy Central platform. Thank you again, Crystal, for your generous time on today's Power Perspectives podcast. Thank you so much. Once again, I'm your host, Jason Price. Plug in and stay fully charged in the discussion by hopping into the community at energycentral.com. And see you next time at Energy Central's Power Perspectives podcast.